Oh dear. <laughs> Hated that. Oh. It's squeaking bed. Is that what that's supposed to be? Give us the clap. I don't want the clap. Well, you got it. Hello and welcome to Oh Dear, presented by Bose Bar and Stage, uh, episode 30. Uh, yep, uh, hold for applause. I was holding for applause, not you. I wanted you to applaud, Lund. But anyways, took us a long time to get to episode 30. Uh, you know, two episodes in a six-month span will do that. But we got here. Nonetheless, this episode is sponsored by the Red Deer Chamber of Commerce. Uh, later on, we're actually going to do a little time warp to the Red Deer Business of the Year Awards, which actually haven't happened yet at the time of this recording. So, Lund, I know you love the, the time hops. So, uh, we'll be doing one of those later uh, as we chat with the winners. Uh, that'll be a fun thing to do. So, thank you to to the Red Deer Chamber for coming on as a sponsor. And congratulations to the winners. <laughs> you applaud for that. God damn it. I'm Ted Emmett, back at Communal Creative Studios by Bose. Uh, and for the first time in what feels like forever, a full house again here with us as always is someone whose point of view I would like to share, uh, but can't get my head that far up my ass. Dustin Moore, how's it going? Uh, oh, a uh, good one. Uh, good. Could be better. The Jays lost tonight, but don't worry. Dustin, this is coming out in like I know. three weeks. They've won the next two games and now they're in the World Series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good job, Jays. All right. I hope you're right. <laughs> Other than that, things are good. Yeah. Miles, a couple milestones at my house uh, tonight. Actually, my daughter drew her first person. So good for her. Oh, wow. She and, beat you. And uh, <laughs> my boy had his first giggle. So I'm I'm oh. like giddy tonight. <laughs> oh, this studio audience is great. Uh, also with us is a man who needs a step stool to share pretty much anyone's point of view. Kevin Walsh. How's Thanks, Ed. I'm doing great. I'm having a great day. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm good. Thanks for asking. And uh, the only culture this guy has is growing it on the month-old vegetables in his fridge. Ryan Lund, how's it going? Good. My name is Ryan and I am Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? All right. <laughs> All right. And uh, well, no couch. There's these nice new stools here at a communal creative studio. So now a pair of stool people. Uh, start, <laughs> yeah. Start, oh, yeah. Uh, coworker Aaron, thanks, thanks for joining us. I think he just called you a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. Listen, no, i just said i just hope you have a nice stool over there once a couch person always a couch couch person it doesn't matter what we're sitting on but you mentioned stool and she can't talk grow up <laughs> aaron uh and it's a couch people reunion but on stools because joining aaron on the couch is andrew russell i prefer to call this a stool sample <laughs> because we might not be on them next time so yeah i mean that wasn't a throw to you we were just saying that you were here but nice to see you too andrew hope hope you're doing great uh last but not not least, can't forget, uh, in the background, hanging out with us, uh, wasting his Friday night for sure. Riley from Communal Creative Studios by Bose. Busy as all hell as usual. Uh, still took the time to be here tonight so we could record. So, Riley, thank you as always. Uh, speaking of stools, you're on one of those kneeling ones. How's that for you? It's really good. <laughs> okay, cool. So is that like for posture for your back? or Yeah. Oh. I've seen them on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I've been interested. Riley, you're not even on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's uh, worn through it. And uh, also, if he scooches back a little bit, he can also uh, make a stool off of it. 
No, hate it. That was a good joke, but there's someone walked by in the hallway and we were all, everyone got concerned. Did we lock the door? No. It was also a bad joke. It, oh yeah, it was God. both. <laughs> you can't go out there alone. Somebody go with him. No, no. No, we're recording. <laughs> what if it's a bad guy? <laughs> Aaron, we're, we're the on-camera people. Riley was such a cool dude. We should, we're going to have like a, <laughs> a memorial episode to him. If this turns into a true crime podcast... Yeah. That's how they. That's how the podcasts get big. <laughs> I mean, so Riley's taking over. That time, that's player. him skulking around the hallway yeah. now. Anyways, lots to get to, so let's officially kick things off like we always do with the Glad Game. This ad read's going to be a nightmare, Ted. By the way, well, moisten up. <laughs> <laughs> The Glad Game is brought to you by Beyond Insurance, winner of Travelers Canada's 2021 Canadian Brokerage of the Year Award, now located in Capstone. Come visit Beyond in their new home at 205-5589 47th Street or learn more at beyondinsurance.ca and keep an eye out for their open house in June. Oh, wait. Nope. First yep. to delete that line. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> well, this is going to be an editing nightmare. <laughs> you, you missed it. Yeah. Or learn more at beyondinsurance.ca. Beyond Insurance, your best choice for insurance in Red Deer. All right. So, uh, something pretty cool uh, that went on in September. Lundy, you were a, a big part of this. So, uh, take it away. Well, Ted, you were also a big part of it too. But I well, uh, showed up. Yeah. Well, that's, that's basically all I did too. And, and good for us for showing up. So, uh, yeah, as part of the uh, Piper Creek Optimist Club, we were part of five other clubs in town or around central Alberta that were part of the service week in Red Deer. Uh, so, the, the five clubs joined forces and we each donated $2,500 to, to five different charities that were in need. Uh, so, myself and Ted actually went down to, uh, do you remember what it was called? The Shoestring? Yeah, the Shoestring Warehouse, which is like part of the outreach center. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what they, what we did when we were down there is we packed, uh, I don't know, probably 200 backpacks full of school supplies for for children in need. And we actually got through it pretty quickly. We, they, they ran out of supplies for us. So, they weren't expecting that many volunteers, which is a good problem to have. So, we ended up building some shelves some actual like like wooden shelves where we had to put our... I wish I brought my uh, hammer loop pants because I could have used a couple... <laughs> a spot for the hammer. But we, oh. we, we, we spent two, two and a half hours packing backpacks and uh, building shelves and felt good to give back to the community and um, they were grateful. And I, I know I know the plan is to grow it every year, but they, we had five full days of, of volunteering at five different, five different locations. So, it was a very fulfilling experience for myself and for I think most of the people involved. Yeah, and it was so so Dustin, first of all, we're going to revisit the hammer loop story, but I want to get through all this first. Uh, so, so get ready to tell that story. But yeah, it was a lot of fun too, because uh, I don't know, it ended up being like five of us building this shelf and it was uh, almost like a sitcom because it, uh, it we got it done. That's all that matters. But it was nice meeting people from other clubs too, obviously. You know, we work a lot within our own and there's a lot of clubs in Red Deer getting to work with, like help out, I think, what was it? The Mustard Seed, Golden Circle, Youth HQ, which is like Big Brother. There's big sisters as part of that. Uh, the food bank and outreach center. So five different charities, 2,500 each and just, yeah, get out and do something. And it was actually a double outreach center week for me because the day before I did that walk a mile in oh, her yeah. shoes, which uh, I'm glad I made it through that. Dustin, you've done that before too. I, I know obviously like the more you walk in heels, you get used to it, but that is tough. Very tough. And you know, you, you just don't know what to expect because you've never walked a fair distance in high heels. And I remember leaving that that uh, race, well, call it a race, but the walk and thinking to myself, wow, I, I just have such 
a greater respect for women that actually wear these things to weddings and different outings, business outings, or if they like high heels. I, I every time I look at some now, I'm like, oh my god, your poor ankles, because I know how, and I know I'm 240 in the high heels. <laughs> Ted, I stole yeah. that joke right from No, that's mouth, actually, but. I was going to say, like, it wasn't necessarily about wearing the high heel. Like, it was more of a metaphor, the walk a mile in her shoes. So, I mean, a better thing would have been to say, like, you you know, you, you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that's not where I was going, but <laughs> yeah, you could lose a few. <laughs> But I really, can, in all I seriousness, can, I can't. I can't yeah, yeah, not to take anything away from from that event, though. I think it's a, a really important one and, and a lot of fun. And I know Dustin, you uh, were away; you weren't able to go, and, and otherwise you would have. So hopefully, you and I can actually do it next year, and uh, hopefully, you'll walk at the back with me because that was pretty slow. And just you know, this is a great glad game. I think the service clubs and Red Deer coming together for a great cause. I'm not a part of the Optimus Club anymore, but I was previously. And seeing that in the news and how much good you guys are doing in the community, you know, it's it's. Pretty perfect timing on this podcast you know the schools have been back for a month you know you hear about all these kids who you know the tools for schools program that you guys were helping pack up and the lunch programs at the mustard seed and some of the food banks provide for these kids to actually have breakfast and lunches at school and be able to have school supplies the clubs and the, the ch- different charities and organizations that are providing for this are just incredible so props to you guys on another one coming out of COVID. i'm sure there was a lot of need so uh well done yeah, and to add on to that, uh, Riley made it back, so I'm glad for that. Hey, man, you're live. Yeah. <laughs> did you catch that guy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Was he skulking, or did, does he live here or uh, work here? He actually went and wrapped him off Oh, so he was. Oh, we were stopping him from doing your, or not your work, but the good work, God's work. Yes, I I guess. So, uh, Dustin, before we move on, just because we need some context for the hammer loop. Yeah, I was more laughing at uh, Lundy saying he didn't have a spot for his hammer anymore. (laughs) 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 Buy a a pair of sacks, buddy. Are you wearing your $6 Fruit of the Looms again that you wore in the firefighter shoot? No, no, I've upgraded. Those, uh, those, yeah, unfortunately those boxers are gone now. So we'll have to do a new, we'll have to do a new yeah. calendar shoot. Hey, well, maybe one year from now, cause it was just the one year anniversary of that day of doing the shoot at least. So yeah, well, I, just give me a call. So we're not telling the hammer loop story? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we could. Lundy wasn't much of a fashionista back in the day. Thank and, God that's changed. And uh, yeah, he, he is looking pretty sharp tonight. I'll give him that. But I don't know. What was that? Seven years ago, Kev, uh, we were on our chub strip. And uh, Lundy had his, his pair of number ones on that he wore out to the bar that night. And it had a big hammer loop. They were carpenter pants. Uh, and they were from Walmart. He goes, they're my number ones. And, and Walsh, Walsh ripped that hammer loop right off. And I never seen a guy so devastated where am i gonna find another hammer loop like this there i like those pants they're so comfortable so handy yeah they had like six or seven pockets and walsh just destroyed them that that was one hammer loop you could have still wore the pants no no i think i pitched those pants that like later that day can you i remember actually Len, the first time i met you and you had like the baggiest like baggy pants on and the first thing I probably thought was, man, the only thing those jeans are missing is a hammer loop. Yeah. <laughs> I fixed that problem, didn't I? <laughs> All right. Well, hey, it we're was glad. fun. He had to be there. Yeah. yeah. We're just glad for fun times. And Lund even brought up the hammer loop earlier tonight. So it's very topical. Aaron, are you? Get her, some, get her some lube. <laughs> <laughs> I 
so sorry. The more of these we do, the worse I get. Yeah. I'm sorry. I caught the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. All right, I don't really know where to go from there. But with that, we'll now do a Lund, your favorite, a time warp. We're going to go ahead to the Red Deer Chamber of Commerce's Business of the Year Awards, where we are going to chat with the winners. And uh, hopefully we don't blow it. So here we go. October 19th, 2022. <laughs> well, thank you, past Ted and past Lund. We're here. Uh, pretty exciting for us, Ted, Dustin, and Lundy here at the 2022 Red Deer and District Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Awards. We're at uh, Red Deer Polytechnic in the Arts Center in like, what are we calling this, Lundy? The media room? Uh, you know what, Ted? Let's call this the uh, the Winner's Lounge. I like that. Winner's Lounge is where we are. Uh, yeah, we're doing something new. Red Deer Chamber of Commerce having us out to interview each of the six winning businesses tonight or people. I guess there's uh, lots of different categories. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, something for us that we haven't done before. And hopefully we don't blow it. Uh, I don't think we're going to blow it, Ted. I've seen our stuff. We're pretty good. And how could you not want to be in a room full of winners tonight? We already got three in the room with us three. We're going to be celebrating uh, a lot of great businesses here tonight, but let's be honest, they're all winners here being uh, nominated for, for the businesses of the year and, and look forward to learning more about them. Yeah, yeah. the three winner, aforementioned winners are behind the camera. I think we're in oh, front we meant of the us. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're okay, us, us, okay. Okay. But to be fair, it is confusing just because there are so many winners in this building tonight. Uh, so many creative businesses, so many uh, worthy uh, winners and, and finalists. So um, I'm, I'm rooting for everyone and uh, may the best small business, medium-sized business, emerging business, and the other three still business win. Business person of the year. Business builder of the year. Builders. Yeah, there's something. I don't know. We'll, we'll check our notes in between while we wait for the first winner to come through here. Oh, and look, look here they come now. Ted and Ryan here waiting for our first winner at the 2022 Red Deer Business of the Year Awards. And uh, yeah, we're just here in the winner's lounge, Lundy. And oh, that, here comes our first one. That must be the uh, Small Business of the Year Award winner. Let's find out who it is. Hello. Oh. How so we have going? Red Deer Mechanics. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yes. So Ryan, the owner of Red Deer Mechanics, first winner of the night, Small Business of the Year Award. First of all, congratulations. Second of all, just tell us a little bit about Red Deer Mechanics and kind of what sets you apart. For sure. Well, thank you so much. Um, glad we were the first winner because it was really nerve wracking in the audience. <laughs> um, the Red Deer Mechanics, honestly, we founded this company because we feel like everybody needs somebody in their corner and everybody needs an honest guy to give them an honest answer, whether they like that or honest answer or not. Um, there's just, I think there's a lot of people out there who are feeling ripped off in the automotive industry, unfortunately. And we wanted to be kind of that beacon of hope and light and be there, especially for women and uh, maybe some of the people that who weren't first Canadians who maybe weren't being treated as well as possible by some of the other shops out there. I'm not complaining, dissing anybody, but we saw that need and uh, jumped into it. And Red Deer has rewarded us really well for that. It's been wonderful. Uh, just diversity, obviously, a really big uh, key value for Red Deer Mechanics. It really has been. And we, we really try to um, support the community and just kind of be there for everybody because um, going to the mechanic can be scary and you need somebody in your corner and you need somebody to look out for you and tell you if you're getting hosed or what you really need to do. So, so Ryan, obviously you don't win this award without a great team around you. Uh, so, so what, uh, what kind of sets your team apart and, and what do you guys kind of, kind of bring to the table for, for someone going into your shop for the first time? For sure. Well, 
I'll tell you one thing I hear over and over again from my customers is how wonderful my front end team is. When I hire people, I don't hire based on previous experience. Um, I hire people based on what they can do, um, who they are, and I just want those dynamic personalities and people that are going to be trustworthy and who my customers can trust and who I want to spend the day with because um, that's important. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't have uh, have that same choice as you. I have oh, to spend the day with this sorry. guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems, seems like a good deal there. Well, and Ryan, you don't win, obviously, Small Business of the Year without being a huge part of the community. That is a major factor of being a, a successful business here in Red Deer. Just tell us a little bit. I know there's quite a few things uh, that you and Red Deer Mechanics uh, are doing in the community. So we have teamed up this year um, with the Mustard Seed, and uh, they're running their Bowls for Bellies uh, promotion. This is a fundraiser uh, to where raise money for the Red Deer uh, lunch program. It feeds uh, children in Red Deer schools um, who need it. Um, we're happy to be the title sponsors for the Bowls for Bellies that's coming up in November. Um, and that's kind of our big one right coming up right away. Um, we also were blessed with the ability to uh, support the Aspire Special Needs uh, Resource Center this year. Um, they personally were a godsend for me and my family when my children were young. And we were able to give back to them this year. And that was really, that felt really good. Jeez, do you have any free time? <laughs> not much. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're not going to keep you any longer. Ryan. You had a big crew in here celebrating. We have the photos going on behind us. A little bit more mellow crew for our next winners uh, than your group. So we're going to let you rejoin the party. But congratulations again. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. And congratulations to you and everyone at Red Deer Mechanics, your 2022 Small Business of the Year winners. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Dustin and Ryan here. We're still in the winner's lounge uh, awaiting our second business of the year award winner. Yeah, I think this I think this winner is the the business of the year winner. Let's find out who it is. Oh, right on time. Oh. It's the Central Alberta Co-op. Welcome, Rodney. Welcome to the Winner's Lounge and congratulations to you and your and your company. Hi, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for the invite to come in here. Rodney, uh, my name is Ryan, uh, co-op member number 131264. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Rodney, let's talk about uh, the award tonight. Obviously, a big award for you and your team. Uh, just take us through how the night's gone and, and how proud you are of your group. It's uh, It's been an exciting night. Um, maybe a little bit nerve-wracking as well uh, when you stop and uh, look at the anticipation of whether or not you're going to be the winner, uh, be one of the winners or not. But uh, it's been a great evening. Uh, we were here early and uh, great reception and uh, get to meet some people as well. So uh, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, when we talk about our team, uh, you know, we do have an amazing team that works for Central Alberta Co-op. I mentioned earlier, we've got 730 team members. Uh, wow. And uh, that's a lot of team members when you stop and look at it. And uh, every one of them is committed uh, to making sure that our business remains one of those uh, main businesses in the community and uh, looking after our member owners, which is pretty, pretty awesome. You guys kind of have your, your toes dipped in everything in the community here. Obviously, we, we see the names on grocery, liquor, pharmacy, gas, uh, home and agro. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a few, but... But uh, is there anything you guys aren't aren't involved in a central vertical op? Well, we're definitely in a, a lot of different business lines. Uh, we have 18 different uh, businesses uh, in the community. So wow. uh, as you mentioned, uh, pharmacy as well uh, that we have. So we're a very diverse company. Um, and that has really been the success of where we are today, especially going through a pandemic. Uh, it was a huge challenge. So where one maybe business line wasn't doing so well, another one was, which helped us get through that. So it's been it's really been the successes of Central Alberta Co-op is to be as diverse 
diverse as we are. And as we, you know, we talk about community and, and really this is a huge celebration of community and, and business here in central Alberta and, and you guys winning the business of the year. We see in, in your, uh, in your little script here earlier that you do have a lot of, of, of things going on with, uh, different things, the mustard seed being the fuel supri- supplier, maybe touch on a few other different initiatives you are involved in. Yeah, so uh, definitely involved with the United Way, the mustard seed, the food bank. I'm sure there's a whole bunch I'm missing, but I would say we contribute a little over $300,000 a year back to the community, uh, which is important. Uh, We're community invested. Um, That's what it's all about is making our communities a better place to live. And by doing that, um, it's important for us to give back to those communities, help out where we can, because we know that uh, there's lots of uh, of nonprofits in the the city uh, that can uh, use some money and use some help uh, volunteerism we've got a, a great group of uh, team members that volunteer within the community which isn't always just about money there's also that volunteer aspect as well uh, so Ronnie uh, with uh, co-op being such a, a huge brand how do you guys kind of focus it and, and localize it here in central Alberta I think it goes back to the grassroots of what really a co-op is all about um, that member owned and really that governance side of it where uh, there's a democratic process and we always think about that when we when we stop and look at our co-ops but again I I don't think it's changed when the co-ops, we got co-ops that are hundred years old. Red Deer Co-op was 1956. I don't think it's changed yeah. from where we were, what we were doing or what they were thinking about back then to what we're thinking about today. It's really about why was that co-op formed? It was to be able to help those local communities to give back. Um, and again, we got lots of uh, um, branches outside of Red Deer that are part of those smaller communities, which you right. can keep that close knit co-op feel to them as well. But I really believe in even in Red Deer, uh, with 100,000 people, we're still that small business within the community, which is uh, which uh, which is still nice that even as much as we've grown over the years. So yeah, it's it's so important to give back, and sounds like your team does a does a great job of that. So uh, over this this obviously that this past year was a huge success. Can you let let us in on on what this new year is going to bring for you guys? Any any secrets you can share? We actually don't have a lot of big plans in regards to you know we got some renovation plans that we'd like to update some new location or some locations already existing in. Red Deer um, that we would like to, to do as well. Uh, we've also got uh, some tenant space on South Gates at our new gas bar that we'll uh, be unveiling sometime this year, we hope, okay. uh, to who's going on that property as well. So we've got lots of really exciting things going on for Central Alberta Co-op as well. So we're finishing a few projects as we speak, which is good. Yeah, Dustin, you're familiar with that that space. Yeah, that North, Northwest Motors. I mean, it, it looks <laughs> way more updated nowadays with Co-op on there. It looks amazing with the new gas bar, the, the car wash and uh, the convenience store. So you, you and your team have been in amazing job. We'll let you get back to the party with your team here and and congratulations again on such a huge accomplishment uh, over the last year for the Central Alberta Co-op. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All right, Dustin and Ted here again, still hanging out in the winner's lounge. We have two winners that have come through already. Dave behind us taking pictures of the fourth winner, which means we're eagerly awaiting Dustin, the winner of the new business of the year award. I think think they are here. We'll let them in. And it's, well, hello, beautiful. Thank you. Bridal Boutique. (laughs) We have Melissa here from Hello Beautiful Bridal Boutique, the, as we mentioned, new business of the year award winner. First of all, Melissa, congratulations for making it on the Oh Dear podcast, but also (laughs) for, yeah, the new business of the year award. Uh, First off, just tell us a little bit about Hello Beautiful. I know I've only been open about a year. Yeah, we just actually celebrated our one year anniversary in the beginning of October. We're a brand new boutique in Red Deer. offering brides lots of new designer dresses in private suites with champagne, kind of
kind of making it a big deal when you're finding your dress. I think we should go. Yeah, I was just yeah, going to say. Fun. You guys should come. Yeah, I, you know what? <laughs> We've done just about everything else, so we might as well. Uh, but what does yeah. this mean to you? Uh, uh, like you said, this is a great way to celebrate your one-year anniversary. What does it mean to be welcomed into the community like this and win new business of the year? Oh, it's incredibly humbling. I'm thrilled. What a way to celebrate one year. Never thought I would be here and I'm just completely honored. Thank you so much. And so take us through the night because, uh, you know, you've, you've just won the award probably, I don't know, five minutes ago. Yes. Was it a nerve wracking experience? Like you, you've, you've been open a year. Now you've won a uh, new business of the year award at the, yeah. at the chamber awards. Like take us through the night here. Oh, I was definitely a little nervous. There's some great competition out there. Amazing nominees in this community is phenomenal. So super excited to be chosen and this means so much. And you know, one thing we haven't asked us, some of the other winners, but I think especially as a new business, this is very relevant. Being a new business, just how great is the Red Deer Central Alberta business community? You know, how welcoming uh, were a lot of new businesses? Because that's one thing we do see here is a lot of businesses supporting businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, the community is amazing in this area. We know lots of people working in the same field. And so we all just kind of network together and the response has been phenomenal and the support has been amazing amazing literally amazing so being a new business here you just you celebrated the first anniversary how tell us a little bit more about your team how many how many employees you got there like what what can you tell us a little bit more about your company well currently we have three um, and counting uh, we're actually looking to hire here right away yeah the, the our team is phenomenal we have an in-house seamstress that helps with all the alterations and then we've got a bunch of stylists working alongside and um, come see us here with Ryan Lund behind the camera right now now I see you're pulling up your resume yeah. right now but uh, and that is too like the boutique experience yeah. that's a big part of it right like yeah. a small come in and have fun and I know it must be great too uh, at this point now with weddings ramping up again after what just like everyone else right the wedding wedding industry uh, took a little bit of a hit the last couple of years yeah we've had pretty much three years of pause and everybody can go forward with confidence now that they can have their dream wedding and so yeah it's a great time to open a store and it's a great time to come see us so as we're talking about your business Maybe, you know, for people who haven't uh, heard of you guys, where, where can we find you and uh, where can they find you online, social media, that type of thing? We are located on 19th Street, just across from the NMAX Centrium, right behind the Starbucks. So we're super easy to find. You can track us down on social media, Hello Beautiful Bridal Boutique on Facebook. We're everywhere. HelloBeautifulBridalBoutique.com. All right. Well, Melissa, we, we heard when you were taking the photos, you know, you're excited too. You want to go uh, celebrate with the rest of your team. So thank yes. you for doing this. Thanks for hanging out with us in the Winner's Lounge. Congratulations on making it here. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what uh, Hello Beautiful Bridal Boutique does in the coming years. And maybe if they have us back next year, we'll be just business of the year. No new, you'll just be business of the year. Yeah, that'll be our next goal. All right, Ted and Ryan back here. It's weird calling you Ryan. Ted and Lund here for uh, our fourth winner of the night. This is the emerging business of the year. So uh, the the up and comers of Central Alberta Lundy. Let's see who emerges through this door. Oh, look who it is! Hey, don't even know. You know, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Hi. All right. Oh, so we have Larry and Don from Recovery Lab. First off, guys, I just want to congratulate you, oh, you on a, on a well deserved victory tonight. Thank, thank you, thank you, you very so much. much. 
I'll shake hands later. We got to get right to the interview. So Don and Larry, <laughs> first of all, congratulations. A big award, Emerging Business, obviously, uh, you know, taking some time to be established in Central Alberta. Um, and now now you're there. You know, you're on the Oh Dear podcast. That is the absolute pinnacle <laughs> of, uh, well, yeah, it's not that great. But Emerging Business of the Year Award. First off, just tell us a little bit about Recovery Lab. I mean, Recovery Lab started as a as a vision of, of Don and her husband, Brian, a number of years ago, where we wanted to have a sport recovery, patient, client recovery business that encompassed all pieces, massage, uh, physio, cryo spa, sauna, Normatec compression, fascial stretch therapy, all things that um, were not necessarily under one roof. And uh, yeah, in February of 2019, we started doing leasehold improvements. And in September of 2020, we opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, obviously, you guys opened in 2020. But before that, what 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 were you guys doing before that? Like, what what led you to open up the, the recovery lab? Donald, uh, I can speak one. to this. Um, I'm a personal trainer here in Red Deer. Um, I have a huge passion for physical activity and physical fitness. Um, and <laughs> so, so, do, so do me and Ted. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Don't look at the um, buttons on my shirt. As I age and remain as active as I am, I realized that recovery is very, very important. We need to watch what we eat. We need to sleep well and we need to recover. We need to take time off and we need to make time to give back to our bodies if we expect performance out of them. So that was the vision that we had to create the space that we made. So is that is that something that you find in today's world where everyone just go, go, go? Most people don't, don't give themselves enough time to recover and they don't do it properly? 100%. And we can all get away with that when we're young. Um, you can't do it forever. <laughs> and what I'm really loving actually is we're seeing a very young athlete base starting to use our facility and that is so exciting to me because if i had that when i was young who knows where we'd be right well not on the oh dear podcast (laughs) (laughs) and you know speaking to don's point um we see all these athletes that they train and they train and they train and they don't necessarily recover. Both of our families have had, you know, our, our children were athletes. And uh, and as we see these young athletes coming up, once again, it's it's train, 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 but we don't necessarily take that time to recover. So we're very excited about the uptake in that type of behavior now to take care of their bodies. Absolutely. And Recovery Lab, a uh, little bit different too, really. you offer a wide range of, uh, well, recovery, not just, you know, the massage therapy, physiotherapy, but I know there's like, what is, I'm going to get it wrong, like the cold chamber therapy, I don't know, whatever it's called. You can tell I'm, I'm new at this. That's why I did book in though to come next week and I, I was going to cancel if you guys didn't win, but so I'll see you next week. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> You're you know what? Work. I'll meet you there and we'll do the cryo tub together. Cryo tub. Yeah, yeah. that's yes. right. Yeah. But really, you, you offer that kind of stuff too, which is a little different than uh, what you see at a lot of other places. Absolutely. And that was a big piece of our puzzle when we created our space. Uh, we have a dis- an area of our clinic that does massage therapy, uh, fascial stretch therapy, physiotherapy. And then we have a whole part of our facility dedicated to sports recovery, um, cryo spa, cold water immersion, our infrared sauna, and uh, Normatec compression therapy. So those are all pieces pieces that people can add to the other services that we offer to recover better. Lund, you were right. You guessed all those things before. Yeah, I, yeah. Knew, yeah, I didn't believe you, but you're right. Yeah, I was just checking them off in my head as you were talking there. <laughs> Perfect. So, for, for people like Ted that are going for the first time, how do they get in touch with you guys? Uh, how do they book an appointment? Is it is it easiest online, on social media, just to call or go in person? Or is there a, a different way I haven't got yeah, we, to? We have lots of opportunities. So, that we have an app that you can download at the App Store. Um, you can book it online on our website. You can call in. You can send us an email. We'll get in touch with you. 
And do you guys do you guys uh, offer that expertise as to what type of recovery method they should be using? Like like for someone like me that's never done it before, how would I know to use that cryo chamber? We have spent a ton of time creating protocols for any um, athlete or non-athlete that presents to us. So we have protocols for people that sit and work in offices all day, people that are driving all day. This super competitive athlete, we have protocols for. Oh, that's us, yeah. Everyone. What so, are yeah. the What are the protocols for someone that watches football all day on Sunday? Afternoon. All of the things. Yeah. Okay. Come in for all of the, the things. And then <laughs> okay. there's one step in between. But yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Don and Larry, again, congratulations. Thanks so much for taking the time too out of your, your celebration here to speak with us. I know I think maybe the, the cryo chamber is definitely something all three of us should try. I know Dustin, you probably back in the day have done the, the cold tub. I've done the cold tub too, but uh, in our older age, we'll, we'll see how we do. Absolutely. Well, congrats once again, guys. And uh, now it's time to go party. All Thank right. You very Thank much. you very much. Uh, so Dustin, it's been pretty cool here hanging out in the uh, in the winner's lounge. Uh, we've met uh, so far uh, four four great businesses, but you know what? We haven't found a, a not-for-profit yet. Uh, maybe with our luck, that'll be the next winner that walks through our door. Let's see who we got here coming through. There they are, Lundy. Who's it going to be? Oh! <laughs> it looks like the non-for-profit <laughs> winner of the year, the Humane Society. Congratulations, Eve. Well, thank you. Oh. So, Eve, t take us through the night so far. You you just come off winning uh, for the Chamber of Commerce Awards here in Central Alberta. Take us through how nervous you were tonight and how excited you were when your name got called. <laughs> Well, first of all, it's just a huge honor to be actually a part of the group that's in that room and uh, part of this community. So, yes, it was actually very surprising. So, it was an awesome experience. So, so Eve, let me just uh, correct what Dustin said. It's a not-for-profit, Dustin. Am I saying non? Yeah. <laughs> so I work in that business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you said non. But hey, that's why we do a podcast, not live I'm radio. Nervous. I'm nervous here tonight too, Ryan. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think everyone is. And I know uh, just when they called your 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 business, your, the Central Alberta Humane Society's name out there, you guys were probably just as nervous. 100%, yes. So now, how are you guys going to celebrate your, your victory tonight? Well, tonight, not quite so much, but tomorrow, yeah. definitely. Tomorrow's the party day? Yes. That's when I'm back with my team. Okay. So yeah, you obviously don't win a, an award like this with a, without a great team. Mm -hmm. um, how many how many people work for the um, Central Alberta Humane Society? And, and I know it's it's built up of a, a lot of volunteers as well. Yes. Yes. We've got uh, 20 of us in the office between administration, animal care, our vet clinic, and myself. And we've got over 400 amazing volunteers. 400. Holy yes. Smokes. That do everything from walking dogs and cat cuddling and yes that is a real job <laughs> to actually helping with the laundry helping with uh, the cleaning um, believe it or not we have we do 29 to 31 commercial loads of laundry per day so wow that's a lot of stuff <laughs> so yes uh, they help with all of that plus we've got an amazing foster families that also take in animals for some of our dogs and cats that have been in care for a long time get them away for a few nights and just get them kind of a relax and uh, out of the anxiety that can be the shelter sometimes, as well as um, they look after um, animals that are recovering from surgeries and um, new mamas with uh, little baby kittens or puppies. Right. And uh, also we've got the abandoned puppies and kittens as well, which is unfortunate, but they need 24-hour care. So we've got fosters that will actually sit up and feed them every hour, to hour and a half. And yeah. it's amazing. 
So Eve, this is a pretty cool uh, interview for myself. We've, we've worked together a bit over the last kind of year and a half uh, with the Humane Society and my real job. And we've had some of the boys come and volunteer in your facility. And it is a truly an amazing facility. And um, you talk about the volunteerism and, and how much uh, that helps out. Uh, maybe touch on, you know, where people can find you if on social media or if they could come down to if they are looking to volunteer for the Humane Society. Oh, 100%. We will uh, take anybody and everybody who wants to foster or come in and just spend some time with our animals because every time that they do that it actually helps the animals relax and socializes them which also helps them to be ready for adoption so they can go to our website so cahumane.com or we're on facebook we're on instagram twitter and of course tiktok TikTok. Yes. Oh, wow. Well done. Jeez. Everyone's on TikTok now. I think it's time for yes. me to finally get an account. <laughs> uh, Eve, I've got, a, uh, I guess, uh, another question for you here. So personally, how did you get involved with the Humane Society? I know it's been around for, for a number of years now, but for yourself, how did you first get involved? Was it through, through volunteering or, or did you take another path to, to join them? It was technically volunteering. I was on the board at one point and uh, then I resigned from the board. And then later when there was an opening for the executive director, that's where I went. It actually is my dream job. So wow, works perfect. out well. I grew up actually with animals. I'm in a, from a rural area where I've done pretty much anything there is to do with them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was a natural fit. Okay, fair enough. Just to go back to your question, your answer about all the laundry. Mm. I'm just picturing, just because Halloween's coming up, <laughs> all the all these cats and dogs and animals just wearing a whole bunch of Halloween costumes. Sometimes we do just dress them up for fun. Just, just cause. Yeah, just cause. Yeah, I guess it's it's fall now, so it's sweater season. So there's got to be a lot of doggy sweaters out there. It is. Yeah. It is. And so, Eve, before we let you go and celebrate the the big win tomorrow morning was what you said with the animals and your and your staff and volunteers down at the Humane Society. Uh, maybe just touch on some uh, some of the events you might have coming up, so so people who may not know a ton about the Humane Society can maybe keep an eye out for those. Oh, fantastic! Yes, we've got we have actually an event coming up on the 29th, I believe, with actually the Pride Society, which is a drag queen show. Which how exciting is that? And they're actually doing some charitable uh, benefits for the Humane Society. As well as we have our Christmas pet portraits coming up next month, which is always a huge hit and sells out very quickly. And we've got uh, day camps going on right now, registration for all the PD days and stuff that are off both with Catholic and the public school divisions. And um, we've got cat yoga. We're going to have like painting classes and you name it. So there's so much coming up. That is a lot. <laughs> well, I guess we won't keep you any longer. Uh, once again, congrats on your big victory tonight. And hopefully you do celebrate it. Uh, with all the animals uh, tomorrow morning. We definitely will do so. Thank you. All right, Dustin and Ted here. We're closing in on our last award here of the night. Uh, business Leader of the Year, Ted. Yeah, big one, which uh, I, there must be seven awards, Dustin, because we have not been nominated. We didn't even, no, nothing, not even a sniff at one of these. Yeah, I really thought we'd have a chance at all of them, but uh, we, yeah. we brought up yeah. the big donut here tonight. Well, let's find out who our Business Leader of the Year is. I think this is my first time opening the door. I'm excited we're coming. Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Donna Purcell from Donna Purcell QC Law, Business Leader of the Year. And our loudest knocker of the night. Well yeah. done, Donna. 
Well, I, I was going to get the third set of knocks in to after one of my favorite shows, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> you could you go back out and we Eddie. can do it one more time. <laughs> so, Donna, take us through uh, your night tonight. Obviously, you've won Business Leader of the Year. You've been around the Central Alberta community for a long time, but uh, tell us how the night's gone and were you nervous at all? Well, I wasn't nervous because I knew I wasn't going to win, so that kind of saved that. But uh, you were maybe, wrong. Maybe yeah. I'm now a little bit nervous, uh, but I'm now living the dream because I've always wanted to have my own podcast and so oh. like this is like i gotta learn from the experts here thanks so much for well, having me yeah we'll find you some experts to so, say so you I, have this one because we're <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really it's uh, very exciting for you and odonna you've been uh, involved in law in central alberta for over 25 years but just recently opened up your own firm that's right and so uh, what's that journey been like? Uh, 2020, so obviously uh, we all know what that year was like for everyone, but in just two short years, you, you've established yourself obviously uh, in the law community, but just central Alberta as well. Well, it's been wonderful. Um, I'm working too hard. So that, that that is very true about entrepreneurs, but uh, to be able to, I have two daughters and I always say my daughters are my superpowers. And when my daughters uh, started talking about having the same career as me, at first I was kind of thrilled because I I thought, well, and um, their dad is a lawyer too. We, mu we must make it look like it's not too bad an occupation. And then my next thought was how hard it is for, for women in law. And I felt that, you know, the best way to uh, help my daughters have a, a, a good life was to step out and be a, a woman leader in the law to try and transform the profession. So I'm excited about this award. It's amazing. I was just going to say, you've come to fruition on that because you are the business leader of the year, which is amazing. Uh, Donna Purcell, QC Law. Maybe maybe tell me what QC means because I'm not familiar. Well, some people think it means Quebec because that's that's where I'm from, but that's not the case. So QC stands for a Queen's Council. It's a designation reserved for lawyers that or judges that are very involved in the uh, community in addition to being learned in the law. And so I was appointed a Queen's Council. So Donna Purcell, QC Law, is a Queen's Council. And I did it just in time because the Queen passed away and we now have a King. So the Justice Minister has ordered that I am now Donna Purcell Casey. But luckily, my firm is already Donna Purcell QC Law. So I think I get to keep the history of that uh, amazing woman along with now being a Casey. Oh, we get to learn some stuff tonight too. And Donna, I know like being a, a, an entrepreneur, it's a big hustle. I know I hear your ads every morning uh, on uh, on the radio station I oh, work good, for good. Too. you know you're out there getting your name out but how else too are you involved uh, not just in the business community but the central Alberta community in general well part of the thing about being a, a lawyer is a real it's a real gift that I say in terms of the things that when we provide our services for free we can get really exciting gigs so I've, I've had an opportunity to chair so many um, excellent um, organizations in central Alberta also a founding member of the, the local pro bono legal services clinic, which was the uh, first one outside of a, a you know Calgary or Edmonton, being able to be a founding director as well with a uh, performing arts academy, and then on the side of uh, contributing. Uh, we're also very generous, uh, always sort of being behind the scenes. And so I think leading by showing people what you're doing, uh, our philanthropic side is very important to us. So we give back a lot of time to the community and, and a lot of uh, our funds as well without trying to be broke. <laughs> 
And I did read earlier, you know, a mentorship program with the U of C and the U of A uh, with law students is it's amazing. Uh, obviously. I love to mentor our youth and, uh, you know, because they, they amaze me. Uh, I'm passionate about it and combining the, the wisdom of, you know, trying to keep around lawyers uh, like a lot of bigger firms, even at when you turn 60, they'll kick you out because they'll say you're, you're not productive anymore. So to combine the wisdom of older folks with the, uh, you know, with the youth and working with both universities. I've actually, uh, we don't have a law school here in central Alberta, but Red Deer Polytechnic is awesome. That's where I've hired the top uh, legal assistants right out of the program to make us so successful. So it, it's really important that you work with the youth. And during the pandemic, that was the thing that they were the group that was being uh, ignored, including international students that move here with talents and have you know trouble getting positions because they're not connected with the law school. So it's, it's been wonderful to be involved. Wow, well, Donna, yeah, we're seeing learning firsthand in just the last five minutes or so why you're such a deserving business leader of the year award winner. And I, I'll say too, you had the biggest entourage for sure. We had uh, Dave, great job, by the way, Dave, taking photos all night behind us here. You had a huge group too. So it's got to be uh, a great to have that kind of uh, team behind you. And they're probably waiting for you to go party and celebrate. So uh, thank you so much for doing this and congratulations one more time. So cool to meet you guys. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, that's a wrap at the 2022 Red Deer and District Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Awards. We did it. All our winners did it. Uh, it's a great night for everyone. I have to say, I would, without watching back, I think we I think we nailed it for just kind of winging this. Yeah, learning about uh, those six different businesses were it was pretty cool. Um, not to mention, you know, for the nominees too. Like we didn't get to talk to them tonight, but congratulations to them too. Uh, obviously, well deserving of the awards too. Just weren't selected tonight. Yeah, you know what, guys? I think it's pretty clear why we weren't nominated after after seeing the the criteria of the the businesses that that we got to interview. Yeah, they needed the best of the best. Yeah, yeah even though we didn't win. We still got to hang out in the winner's lounge, which I thought was pretty cool. I think Lenny missed your point there. Yeah, I was saying like they needed the best people to interview the winners. Oh. So that's why we couldn't win. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah. And they weren't available, so they called us in. Hey, we're always there as plan B. <laughs> but really, again, I guess we'll do our, our extra here because this is after we've recorded the episode. But a thank you to the Red Deer District Chamber of Commerce, our episode sponsor, for having us out. All of the winners for talking with us tonight. Great job. It's a, such a great celebration here at Red Deer Polytechnic and uh, really cool to be a part of it because I think that's the only way we are going to be a part of it. Yeah, well said. And what a humbling experience, dude. Um, not just for us, but for, for all the winners. Each one of them was so so humble and gracious in their, in their victory tonight. And uh, it just it makes me very proud to be uh, from Central Alberta. Yeah, and I'm not really sure, Teddy, how you snuck all this equipment in here. Uh, we came through the side door there and, and got to hang out uh, with our friendly photographer over here. But uh, we, we made it look like we belonged here and, and the winners just kept coming to us. Yeah, so that's a perfect time to wrap up again. That's us here at the 2022 Red Deer Business of the Year Awards. And I guess, uh, well, it's, it's time to exit the winner's lounge. Oh, it had to happen, guys. All right. Well, congratulations again to all of the 2022 Red Deer Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Award winners. Again, that actually hasn't happened yet uh, as we're recording this episode. So uh, yeah, I hope we had fun. I had a blast. Is that a, a guess? No, it's that's what happened. <laughs> Lenny was reading the teleprompter again. <laughs> I thought you were going to do that. Ain't no guess. I, I teed you up perfectly for that water boy quote and you missed it. Oh, sorry. I'll travel back in time now. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes ago. <laughs> so, is that a guess that you had fun? That ain't no guess. That's what it's going to be. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, this is going good. Uh, so let's keep moving along now uh, because it's time to talk about really whatever we feel like with shooting the breeze. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> We really need that. Like, I love how we don't need a sound effects yeah. guy. Yeah, okay. I was going to say we should probably hire one, but if you guys no. are happy. No, we'll let you keep doing it for free. Okay. Is this why Ryan stopped showing up to yeah. our recording? <laughs> <laughs> we Ryan, have the other Ryan. Budget cuts, yeah. Oh. Shooting the Breeze is brought to you by Hung Yuk Ukrainian Kitchen. Family owned and operated, Hung Yuk serves fresh, locally sourced, authentic Ukrainian and Hungarian fine foods for dine-in or take-out, including the pierogi poutine, a unique dish combining a Ukrainian favorite with a Canadian classic. Visit them now on Thorburn Ave or head to hungyuk.com for more information. And congratulations to, to Bryce and the gang over at Hung Yuk. Uh, just celebrated their first birthday over in Timberlands, Timberstone area. So congratulations, Bryce. I know they were at the Rustlers golf tournament that uh, most of us played in. And, and those little sausages and uh, pierogies that he was oh. dishing up were just a delight near the end of the day. We hit them late in the day. So uh, congratulations again. Uh, hopefully many more years and, and look forward to getting back in there for a pierogi poutine. Yeah. First time I've ever had pierogies on a golf course too, and it was uh, it was a perfect fit, and they were good. And I they gave you, you know, a little box with like two pierogies and a sausage, and I had six of those. So thanks, <laughs> thanks, Bryce. I think I ruined your bottom line for sure. <laughs> and then my bottom got a little bigger. <laughs> you were going there. I was going to say. I was going to say. So the only bottom line you ruined. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first thing, I guess, uh, I want to give a huge shout out, as we always do, to not only bows, but uh, Spirit of Red Deer, which is made up of uh, a lot of uh, really prominent people in the Red Deer community. They tried a couple times in the last couple of years and obviously couldn't do it, but Oktoberfest finally happened for the first time since 2019. Uh, Kevin, you were there. Aaron, you were there as well. And uh, you know what? I, I got to MC it, which was a ton of fun and was the only thing about that night I enjoyed. But uh, it, was a, it was a great night and 1,100 people in a row. That's the first time I think I've been in a, at a party with that many people in a long time. Yeah. It was in the uh, that new exhibition hall at Westerner too. So, I haven't, I haven't actually been in that building except to get a COVID needle. Yeah. So, it looked very different. But saying there was 1100 people there it really didn't feel like it like that place was it was a perfect venue I, those stein you walk in you get a stein and the stein holds three pints is what i was told <laughs> it might be three cans i think it was probably three pints yeah. wow. and you chose between daycation and troubled tea which was perfect how many steins did you have i had three and that was enough and i'm glad that troubled tea was there because three steins of beer oh would just not make me feel good. So, and they were heavy too. Oh man. Yeah. Like, even though it was vacation, it's just so much beer. And then the whole time when Ted and Matt aren't up there, there's like a polka band playing and they play these short little authentic music, which is great for just like chatting with people. Like it was very sociable. But after every song, he's doing the little chant where it's like, Tiggy, 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 hoy, hoy, hoy. I don't remember the rest of it. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even think <laughs> But at the end the of it, you cheers it. everybody and then you chug your beer. Yeah. But he's doing that like every three minutes. You chug your stein? Well, not the whole thing, but oh, you yeah, take yeah. a couple drinks yeah, and you put it tiring. down. Like when it's and then you chat yeah. with people and you're drinking as you're chatting and then all of a sudden everyone's going, tiggy, tiggy, tiggy. <laughs> so, <laughs> this little piggy. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was a great time. My only complaint was uh, there was a group of us that went there and when we left... 
relatively early. We lived somewhat close to the Westerner. So we're like, ah, we'll just grab a scooter home. So we started walking, never came across any scooters. So we were like in the trees on the pass and we ended up walking all the way home, which wasn't super far, but that was an adventure in itself. After nine pints. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that's on spirit of Red Deer. I think that's just society for using all the scooters. Well, and to be fair, they probably did that on purpose. Having a whole bunch of scooters right outside Oktoberfest where everyone's drinking three steins or more. That's very smart. Maybe it's a no park zone in Westerner Park. I don't know. (laughs) Isn't that ironic? (laughs) Is that what the last part says? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I was pretty I was pretty jealous. I was following along on on social media of what was going on that night, seeing videos of Ted and his leader hosing and and just seeing a lot of the other like people that were dressed authentic was just really cool. And I saw a contest. I'm not sure if you guys did see that contest of the guys holding out the steins, the full steins. That looked hard. There's not there's not I can't even hold out a a vacation. Aaron, did you participate in that contest? I did not, but I should have. But instead I ate a lot of pretzels and they were delicious. Great food. Yeah. Yeah. I did not eat any. I didn't have beer because I had made this decision. I said on air at the radio station so many times that I was going to wear the leader hose and and, uh, put the call out there. No one had any that I could use. So I went to the costume store like the day, two days before. So all they had was a large and they said, hey, it's free returns till the 21st of October. So just try it on. And it pretty much fit except for like the suspender, like they were too short. So thank you, Aaron, for uh, re-sewing part of that costume so I could uh, spend 10 minutes sweating trying to do up the buttons and actually wear it that night. <laughs> and then you returned it, didn't you? No. Oh, no way. No way. There, there's some popped seams on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I couldn't. I, you ask Kevin, I, like, I couldn't even sit down in it. He looked great, but like he wasn't eating, he wasn't drinking, he wasn't doing anything to a- anything cause any that, issues. Yeah. 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 I didn't want my bottom line to get any <laughs> and, bigger. And it's true, like seeing him sit down, it was, it was very awkward. Yeah. Because he was very worried. So, I I thought he looked great. So did everybody else. So he got a lot of attention. Aaron, apparently, yeah. No, I thought you looked well, great. Well, yeah, of course. You, I looked like an overstuffed bratwurst, like ready to explode. <laughs> everyone was, everyone's just watching me like a hog. Like those suspenders are gonna fucking go <laughs> any second. But I'll tell you what, for a, just a, like a Halloween costume, the structural integrity of those buttons on there were uh, unbelievable. How, so, how much did it cost? It was like fifty bucks. It's worth it. Yeah, Ted, if you were a bratwurst, you'd be cheese filled for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the house that cheese built. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdest part of my night though, and uh, like Matt, my co-host on the radio, we were both emceeing. The end of the night, like when we were done emceeing, like I'm getting out of this costume. I'm going to put on jeans and a t-shirt and just enjoy myself. I was looking around, Matt, and Matt ended up helping. He's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, I'm missing a sock. And so we're looking for five minutes and then I go, oh, fuck. And pulled it out of my underwear because I forgot <laughs> that I put it there earlier. <laughs> Earlier on in the night. The I old just, Ryan Lund method, yeah. The old hammer loop. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that you told me that that night. Yeah. That you had a sock and then I barely, it, it very clearly looked like you had a sock. Yeah. And that's, uh, to be fair, that. like, because it was so tight, I like, we put it in, I made it like, very clear that it was a sock like that I wasn't trying to fool anybody Hmm. oh no you don't do that no you got to make it look real yeah well no I had like I was already comfortable with what I was working with it was just more of like a comedy thing and then some people would grab me like hey is that the sock well yeah but not that part so yeah I guess it was I guess it was a good good night night for me yeah (laughs) Aaron did watch you want to you know what go ahead and tell this story all right so I'm there having a lovely night with all my friends. Ted is over chatting. Everything seems great. 
And then this woman comes over who seems familiar with Ted, but I don't know who she is. And she's got a little sheet of happy face stickers. And that in itself was a little bit whatever. But then she takes them and just starts to poke around his junk to find the happiest place to put a happy face sticker. She found it. She found it. I was tremendously uncomfortable with the whole thing. And well, you should have moved your chair. I you almost, were ground zero. I now. actually, like, I looked at Ted like, do I have to fight a bitch? <laughs> but he was cool with it. Yeah, no, so she's we probably were, just a big sock it was, pretty, it was consensual. It was It was fine. consensual. It was consensual, but it was weird. Yeah. And just not how I expected the night to go at was 7 o'clock. Yeah. So, long story short, a great night. A great work by Spirit of Red Deer. And uh, make sure you keep that on your calendar for next year. Now, Lund, before we move on, because we can talk about whatever we want, we saw there's these great new stools here yeah. at Communal Creative Studios, and both Walsh and Dustin <laughs> yeah. just had to give up on them. Why'd Why was guys, that? Why'd you guys give up My on them? My fucking stools? back. Tell Roy these things need a backrest. Oh. Oh, did you find like the foot rests were too high? Like maybe Lundy flipped those over on you guys before you showed up because you were late? <laughs> oh, holy shit. <laughs> so, when we had our interview last time here with Matt Cassidy, Lund did that like yeah. and at the end he goes oh man i was sitting on this thing upside down honestly my back yeah <laughs> oh yeah i know i went through that last time and i uh yeah i'm I, i'm so glad you guys didn't yeah. notice or didn't have the wherewithal to flip the seats over i even had to whisper to andrew when, we, when he went over I'm like oh. don't say anything about the the, the foot, <laughs> foot rest being better yeah. It's, How much better is that, though? That's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stand the whole time. He's too embarrassed. Same, same, same. Same height. So, uh, yeah, that was a great event. Uh, let's talk about, uh, again, we talked about it last time, but just really quick, we'll go over it again because uh, Walsh wasn't here and he didn't listen to the episode yet, so he doesn't know what we've talked about. But, Dustin, uh, Wine Survivor coming up quick. And uh, by the time this comes out, probably only like a week or so to get in. Yeah, get your teams in for Wine Survivor. I think we have over 150 people in as we speak right now. And that's another. we have another 150 people committed because we, we have each of our Chubbs guys in our golf tournament they have to at least put in one team that we we make it mandatory to to raise a little bit of money for the community. So uh, we're looking at like 300 people, 300 bottles of wine that you can win. It's going to be an outstanding night at Tiffany's. Lots of Sawback beer drank and uh, Sawback's doing the beer for a year, which is like a $900 value with some merch. They want you to be a little bit of walking billboard while you're drinking all their beer for a year. So going to be a great night. We're going to give away a ton of wine. Make sure you get your table booked at Tiffany's and hopefully you can raise, you know, six, seven, eight thousand bucks for the community and We'll give that out here as we move into a new year. So that's not the only thing they can win that night though, right? Yeah, we're going to have tons of bottles of wine that we're going to be giving away. Obviously, you can win the wine survivor that you don't have to be there for and then the beer for the year and and uh, we'll have our couple wine fridges up for auction too. So, But yeah, if you're like, you don't have to be there, but if you're not there, like get a life. <laughs> that should bring some more people yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get those fucking losers out. <laughs> so, I, so I will say, and, yeah, and this, will. this will probably turn people away, but uh, whatever. Uh, the last time uh, we gave away a couple bottles of wine for the first girl who came and had a date, a uh, half an hour date with Ryan Lund. And uh, we paid for the wine and we got a candle and a rose out and they had a very intimate uh, half an hour date. And Lundy had it like, whatever happened to that? I think Kevin Walsh ruined it. If I remember, he was kneeling beside there for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I got bombed by Walsh, but from <laughs> uh, excuse me, I think we agreed after that I saved you. Uh, I don't really remember too much from that night in total, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, we had a great, I don't think it was a half hour. I think it was like 10 minutes. 
or 15 it was, minutes. It was, a, it was a decent amount of time that we thought it was enough. It was enough that you could have... a glass of wine. You could have hooked her in, but then we just found out it just wasn't good enough for you. I think she was just using me to get a, a free bottle of wine. I didn't say it to her face, but I got the idea. Yeah, I was I was the, yeah. the second person to get to the... T- I just wanted a bottle of wine too. Um, yeah, maybe she'll buy another ticket this year. And <laughs> Is it something that we can expect this year, I guess, for all the ladies that might come that night? You know what? I think we give someone else a shot. That's uh, I did my I did my tenor. 20 minute date i think let's let's hook someone else up this well maybe year. we'll bring six bottles of wine and do a quick six girl a 10 speed minute date. speed date what do you yeah. think about that you yeah i'll be in for speed dating yeah All sure right, why okay. not ladies at the end of the night he's still going home with ted so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say at the end of the night it'll be another speed round but not with me like if he goes home with one of them hey we'll cut that right yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, you can think of some good zingers when your stool's the right way around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Did you know? No. No idea. Did you know what to start when you were talking about how high they were? Oh, you got me good. Uh, well done, Andrew. I, I even looked at your legs like four times. Yeah, his, his Andrew's knees were in his like face. So, in his own face, not in Dustin's face. But anyways, we're, we're getting off it's track here. Night. Yeah, Wine Survivor, you get a hold of any one of us, uh, message us through the podcast. The Chubbs has an Instagram as well for some fucking reason. And uh, yeah, it's lots of ways to, to get a hold of us. And uh, it is a lot of fun, even if you can't be there. It's uh, it's for the kids. Uh, we, there's a lot of great causes we support and a chance to win a lot of wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one more quick thing, just mention that's coming up. I know uh, this is kind of the first time we did this. It was a pretty big night for Dustin and I especially, but the Red Deer Senior Rustlers, lots of good friends of ours. Uh, their pub night's coming up November 12th at Bose. Uh, at least right now, I believe I, I'm emceeing that again, uh, which is always fun. The first time I did that was like the first time I really ever emceed anything here in Red Deer and uh, did honestly led to a lot of opportunities. Uh, they're going to have entertainment. Uh, you know, Bose, they always provide that appetizers a free beer it's gonna be a really fun night and it's a big fundraiser for these uh old washed up fellas who just want to keep playing competitive hockey yeah honestly i can't believe they're still playing you know me and lundy were one and done and a bunch of other guys were one and done because our bodies were breaking down i think i was funding stride physio at the time and uh (laughs) you know to get out and support these guys that are still pursuing a provincial championship and and pursuing the dream of playing hockey will be a good night to support them and, and have a bunch of drinks. To be fair, Dustin, I think the team's a lot younger now than when we played. That's true. So there's only a few, maybe two or three old guys left. There's, there's a few like Dempster just holding on to that dream for dear life. Hey, man, some NHL team's got to take a look soon. <laughs> He's going to get his opportunity. Yeah, they saw his power. <laughs> there's no way they're going to dog him this year. <laughs> Great guy, huge bush. <laughs> Yeah, that's Dempster. Yeah. <laughs> anyone want a bottle of wine to go on a date with him? Or? Does the carpet match the drapes, though? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, he prefers red wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, you're going to have to cut a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, I'm going to have to think about a lot, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, so, again, that's coming. <laughs> I'll leave it in. Yeah. That's what she said. Uh, there's hey, hey, hey. Ticky, ticky, ticky. Hoy, hoy, hoy. 
Oh, and it's so hot in here too. Like everything's just this is something. Okay, so the Rustlers Pub Night, November twelfth. You can find tickets on uh, any of the Rustlers social media pages, or just slide into our DMs. Uh, sticking with the Bose thing, just really exciting because we got to go to like the sneak preview of this last year. Uh, Bose is doing it again this year. They did an incredible job with uh, Miracle at Bose. They're kind of doing the same thing this year, but this year it's called Winter Lust, uh, which is just cold and sexy all at the same time. Uh, that really goes all December, so uh, just pretty cool to see that uh, happening again for Bose. I know I can see Riley just shuddering over there because I know that's a lot of work for those guys, but... Uh, but cold, sexy work. <laughs> it's the only kind of work we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it'll be a lot of fun again. Something I just thought was cool that they added this year it does not affect me one bit because I'm so alone, but they have a family friendly brunch this year. So one time only because they're not a, like a fully licensed family restaurant on December 18th, you can bring the whole family for brunch, which is pretty cool. So obviously maybe got like a one day license or, or something like that. Do they take reservations for that or do you just show up? I, I don't know. This is what I said is what I know. So okay. I'm sure there'll be more information about it. Yep. I, and I would assume you'd probably have to make a reservation. That'll be a hot ticket. Yeah. Like that's very intriguing for well the uh, way they do up the building too. Yeah, kids. the kids will just love that. Well, and exactly, the and the food's amazing. And I've always wanted to. I always keep bugging Brennan. I want to bring my kids in for lunch one mm-hmm. day, and so I'll be taking advantage of that. And I know you know we talk about Wonderlust, Winterlust, <laughs> Wonderwall. Uh, <laughs> the miracle of Bose last year was unbelievable, and they had so many events. And I know they have a ton again this year. And I think people who haven't heard about it, and and maybe have a small business or a small employee group that you do a small Christmas party that you're not sure where you're going to go, that is the perfect spot. The energy and and everything that's set up in the room just screams Christmas at you. And I think it's a perfect spot to go celebrate uh, your small business employees uh, working so hard the past year over some drinks at Bose. The way I can best describe how they decorate it, do you guys remember that scene? from the movie Elf when he decorates that department store. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly how they decorate bows. Well, that's not a word. That's words. But you're right. If I can have a few more words. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Ted. (laughs) But really, and like we went, was it in Seattle? There was another bar that did the same miracle thing and like bows blew it out of the water with with what they did last year. So, I just make sure there's tons of events coming up already for that, right? There's like the lip sync battle. There's lots of just different... uh, Little like workshops I know with STEMs. They do a, a, a whole bunch of like, you know, arrangement workshops, I guess, that I know uh, Lund's writing all this down right now. He's a big, big flower arrangement guy. So, uh, yeah, just keep an eye on Bo's social media for all of that. And uh, again, it's just fun, all of this stuff coming up and uh, it's just more excitement again that we haven't felt in a couple of years because knock on wood, but because anything could change. But this at this time, it's we're not kind of holding our breath at what's going to happen. Yeah, I think we're all just planning for a back to normal like Christmas season right that we're used to so let's hope it happens all right and that was shooting the breeze that was still shooting the breeze (laughs) (laughs) fuck man you shot that breeze a long time ago we went through a lot of there's a lot of shots yeah but that was actually more your cue let's go back in time again (laughs) one minute ago that was shooting the breeze (laughs) bang 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 
All right, before we move on, just as we always do, uh, of course, have to thank our OG sponsor, Door. That was because they were the first sponsor, Lund, is why I, I say wow, that. They're kind of uh, gangster yeah. too, yeah. yeah. Door Tender for providing us uh, with beverages to enjoy again uh, while we muddle our way through this podcast. And I say muddle because I'm drinking like a pre-mixed cocktail and I think Aaron and maybe found a new love in that gin. Was it gin? Gin splash? Gin smash? I don't know. I already drank it in the cans on the floor. Gin squeeze. <laughs> gin squeeze. It was excellent. Yeah. Best gin beverage I've ever had. Wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. But we're not going to tell you where it's from. So you just have to order all of the gin beverages from Door Tender and figure it out. There you go. I think we just earned our entire sponsorship right there. But uh, those guys are. <laughs> you can... <laughs> I had like one paragraph to get through. I know, man. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was going to be that loud. It was the perfect segment to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one's on me. That's guys. worth a $10 I'll, I'll pay, fine. I'll pay the fine. Drink. Yeah. yeah. Tiggy, tiggy, tiggy. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Oh. But uh, those guys really are as busy as ever. You know, uh, I asked Brian if there's anything that we needed to mention tonight, and he basically just said, uh, yeah, we're in Edmonton now and rewards because, you know, got better things to do than talk to me. But yeah, things seem to be going great for them in Edmonton. Uh, so yeah, if you happen to be in Edmonton, use door tender when you're there. Um, if you happen to know people in Edmonton, tell them about it as well. Um, you know, I think Troy and, and the fellas can only spin so many signs out there on the roads and they're still doing their rewards program. Uh, you get gain rewards pretty quickly. Uh, you convert them right into gift cards. So if you haven't already, I mean, we've been telling you since episode two. Uh, so get with the freaking program, but go to doortender.ca or download the doortender app and uh, that should entice some people too, eh? Yeah. My selling points are good tonight. To be clear, they're still in Red Deer and they're still operating and doing a, a great A job. Oh, they didn't. I thought they brought this from Edmonton for no. us tonight. No, I said, oh, I just, that's a lot of gas for free delivery. I just wanted people to know. Yeah. Yeah. They're still here. So you can say Tiggy, Tiggy, Tiggy from anywhere. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm mad I miss beer fast. Oh. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's beer fest. Yeah. Yeah. You were visiting your family. That's dumb. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Oh, your family's probably listening and they're very nice. So, I changed my mind. Your mom is a national treasure, Lund. Your mom's nice too, Erin. Yeah, Slippery Susan. Yeah, how is Slippery Susan doing? (laughs) She's doing great. Good. She loves these shout outs. Good. Hi, Slippery Susan. All right, so now some we haven't done in a, in a couple episodes, but uh, you know we get the market update from from Andrew Russell from Andrew Russell and Associates, Andrew, <laughs> Mr. Russell. Yeah, we're just trying to give you lots of top of mind. Say mentions. my name, Ted. Yeah, it's Andrew, and uh, <laughs> fucking nailed that. Yeah, we're gonna do just the tips again because uh, it's it's kind of fun too to just ask some questions and uh, just really. I guess anything when it comes to buying or selling a home. So, uh, you guys, if you got anything, fire away. Yeah, I'll kick us off here, Ted. Andrew, with the... Andrew Russell. Andrew Russell. And Associates. Well, I'm just talking to Andrew. With the current uh, interest rate climate right now, with them being high and and projected to go higher, um, what are you seeing or recommending for people that may want to sell and get into a bigger home, uh, upgrade their home? Are you recommending that now is a decent time or maybe that they potentially wait for things to calm down with that that market or is it is it anybody's guess? It's a loaded it's a loaded question, I know. And long. I work I work in a bank so I get that question a bit too. So I'd like to hear a realtor's perspective on the Red Deer real estate market. It's, it's definitely a loaded question. So my comment would be, you know, if you need to move, you need to move. 
the end of the day. Um, and it's just like the stock market. Trying to time the real estate market is really tough. Prices could slide, but on the same token, interest rates could also go up further. And at the end of the day, like prices are down a little bit now, um, which is accommodating interest rates. So if you have a need to move, if, if you have a familial need to move, then you're just going to move as you need to move. But that's such a hard question, Lund. Well, I, I don't, I don't yeah, know if I, I like that. Good answer. answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. No, that's, I mean, that, that, that does answer my question. Basically, I think what you're saying is that the rising interest rates are going to potentially offset the drop in price. So, there's no real benefit to waiting it out or, or to doing it now. They they already have. And again, like, I mean, you know, if my crystal ball was that clear, I'd be retired by now. So, um, it, it is hard to forecast. But yeah, as the rates have gone up, it has pushed prices down, uh, especially at the higher end of the market. So, there's absolutely some deals to be had. You know, and at the end of the day, like, like a lot of people took variable rates um, and then got really grumpy when they went up. So, at the end of the day, if you if you can't handle the fluctuation or change of rates, then you know lock a fixed rate in and maybe you only do a three-year instead of a five-year. I do believe that uh, at some point, the rates are going to come down over the next well, probably two years. Andrew Russell, Dustin Moore here. Uh, just had a quick question about how the market is on like lakefront properties, acreages. Are they similar to ha- like, are they moving just as much as, as uh, the other houses this past summer? Obviously, they probably slow down in the wintertime. Uh, so, I would separate those two because they're two very different categories. But so, for lakefront stuff, uh, it saw an explosion during COVID, obviously, um, when people thought oh, no. they were never... Is everyone okay? <laughs> 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 yeah, they're it's fine. Fun being you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the recreational stuff saw a huge boost in activity during COVID because people thought they were never going to be able to travel again, which obviously was a little bit short sighted. But that stuff went way up. And currently, like that market is still good. Um, you know, lakefront property is not being made anymore. And so at the end of the day, I, I just don't see lakefront ever falling. Um, it's expensive now. It's going to be more expensive in the future. Acreages are kind of a whole different bag, but they also saw a huge boost during COVID because people wanted more space. Now that market has definitely calmed down. There's, you know, it's central Alberta at the end of the day, people are always going to have interest in acreages and there's always demand for that. And, uh, and I, I don't think that's going to change a ton. Uh, the biggest shift that we're seeing right now, it's more related related to price points. So there's the super, super high end where people are buying cash, you know, a million, $2 million properties. Those people are not affected by interest rates because they're just, they're not borrowing on those properties. The average family that's buying, you know, a seven to $800,000 property. Yeah. That stuff has been impacted because the payments are huge now compared to what they were. Um, so we've definitely seen a shift in that. I don't know that the, the kind of more luxury elite uh, market is ever going to see, you know, that much of a change just because again, Alberta's economy right now is really strong. There's a lot of businesses, oil, et cetera, and so forth that are, are doing really well. And actually, we're seeing a lot more of those oil buyers coming back out now, whereas you know for the last five or six years, we haven't seen them. So I, I honestly think if you're going to buy Lakefront, the sooner you buy it, the better. Uh, it's just it's just not going to get any cheaper anytime soon. Great answer. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything? Is there anything? I think we're out of questions, Andrew. Is there anything you wanted to to add uh, about real estate in, in Central Alberta? So quick, just the tips. Uh, just because we're coming into the winter, unhook your hoses from your uh, your outdoor taps because when those freeze up, uh, you're going to have some problems if your hose is attached because there's still water in the hose. Basically, at this point, it's just about winterizing your property. So unhook your hoses, uh, check your downspouts, clean your gutters out. Um, you know, do the regular stuff that you're going to do in terms of getting winterized. Um, if you have any outdoor uh, cover sprinklers. your air conditioners, blow out your sprinklers. Yeah, mow your lawn. Good one. Rake your leaves. God, we trim your bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dempster. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that guy. Great guy, though. Hey, uh, just get ready for winter. Clean up your pots. Uh, get your house ready to go. Buy your shovel. Uh, and, your, and your ice pick. <laughs> okay. What are you? Are you prospecting? <laughs> just saying, man. Cereal. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good time to move on. So, uh, I guess there we go. We had some Q&A and then some Just the Tips. So, thank you, Andrew. <laughs> just the Tips was brought to you by Andrew Russell & Associates with Remax Real Estate Central Alberta, the official realtor of the Odeer oh podcast. For more information on the team and the services they provide, visit andrewrussell.ca. Gets it. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> This guy forgot his tagline already. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I had no clue. I knew. I knew. He, we were... he looked at me like, "What? Oh my god! I've never seen a more terrified look." On I your knew. Face. I knew we were done with Lenny. Say, yeah. I just couldn't remember what the, the new one was. But yeah, thanks for the assist. Yeah. Okay, Walsh didn't know it either. I thought it sounded great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait till you listen to the episode. You'll hear that a <laughs> yeah. bunch. Uh, the last episode, I should say. You're behind. So, uh, but Aaron, I hope you keep your voice moist because we're going to move right into Deer Call. Deer Call is brought to you by Cilantro and Chive, home of the Caesars that eat like a meal. Stop in at either location in Red Deer or Lacombe for the burger of the month and support a great cause with $2 from every burger sold going back to the local guest chef's charity of choice. Cilantro and Chive, your favorite new destination to meet with family and friends for food, drink, conversation and fun. And I finally fixed that ad read so it doesn't say the month of the month. <laughs> it took like six episodes, but I did it. I appreciate it. You know, Aaron, I'll read anything you put in front of me. I actually will. I get it now. Yeah, this girl gets it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, we tried to change things up a little bit for this deer call. I'll tell you one thing. It, it did not land quite as well as I thought it would. Uh, not as many comments as usual, but still some good stuff. We asked you to ruin a movie title with one word, or whether that meant adding a word, taking one away, or changing one. I don't know if it was confusing or people just didn't give a shit. Uh, but the examples I used were like Pillow Fight Club. I just broke the first rule of Pillow Fight Club by talking about it. Uh, you've got no mail, Pilates of the Caribbean. Uh, you get the idea. Uh, so as always, thank you to Cilantro and Chai for providing two $25 gift cards to two lucky commenters. And uh, we'll get right into these. And then I know uh, everyone has a couple of their own. But our first winner was Rachel, uh, who said uh, maybe Kevin Walsh's favorite movie, Tax Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they're going to get them on tax yeah. evasion. <laughs> What do you think they like? Can they write off their lightsaber or? Absolutely. If they're using it for work, yes. Yeah, I don't know why I looked at you and not yeah, the accountant. I don't, I don't know why either, but. <laughs> don't look at the banker. I'll, yeah. answer, I'll answer. You can write off anything, man. <laughs> Our other winner was Melissa, who said, this is something that does not exist ever. Petty woman. There's no oh. such thing. Well, yeah. What is that? Yeah. Please mm. date me in Lund. <laughs> not at the same time. No. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, no. Those exist. We're, we, I'm not going to put myself out there by being dishonest. Yeah. All, <laughs> all women are beautiful. Do you know what petty means? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Doesn't mean ugly, but okay. Uh, this is going great already. I love this game. Uh, Scott. Yeah. Speaking of ugly, not... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Scott's not ugly. Well, Scott's lost name. <laughs> no, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bad... Hey, Scott said, speaking of ugly, the little merman. How would that work? Like, would there be a... Would there be a fish deck? <laughs> like, if you just fix... Well, maybe. If you're just picturing a merman... A mer deck. 
What would it look like? Would well, it maybe it's the top half is a fish and the bottom half is a man. And maybe that's and what just, happened. They just walk around. <laughs> come on. Come on, man. I think it would, yeah, they're missing all the parts yeah. to swim with. I think it would probably have gills. Hey, like if you yeah. could date a mermaid and it was either fish yeah. top and woman bottom oh, or fish bottom and woman question. top, what would you take? Oh, man. Yeah. I mean. And don't ask me about the mechanics of how yeah, it would no, work I, I know fish the, bottom because I don't know. I, I, I like it how it is. Uh, <laughs> Human, human top, fish bottom. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. Good news for all the mermaids of the world. Yeah. Sorry for all those other reverse mermaids out there. <laughs> Not into you. <laughs> right, Andy, uh, Andy said iron deficiency, man. There's like oh, a superhero good, yeah. who's just very fatigued and pale and can't donate blood, I guess. <laughs> I think that one's like one of the most clever ones on the yeah, list yeah. as I'm reading through. Uh, Lynn said slow pitch perfect. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, that actually could be a real movie. It's good clean humor. Yeah. Patrick confused the heck out of me because he said tennis, but then I realized he meant tenant. So I guess you could so do that. Just... You could just take a one word movie and put in any word you want. <laughs> so a lot of people missed out on a chance to win a gift card. Patrick, uh, Patrick was smart, but, uh, he still fell short. Yeah. He still didn't win. Better luck next time, Patrick. Uh, Sarah said, uh, yeah, relatable. Love actually sucks. Are you taking that off your list? Yeah, <laughs> I, had that, I had that one too. Yeah. Uh, Jess said three men and a baby wipe. <laughs> what movie is that? Three, three, men, three men, and men and a baby. Oh, I don't know if I've yeah, ever heard of it. It's a bit older. I think I think we need to say the movie title and then... If oh, you, well, if you we know. could start. Yeah, most... Okay, that was three men and a baby. Um, oh, John... John said Lord of the Hemorrhoid Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of them are pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. That's uh, that movie, Lord of the Hemorrhoids. He just added rings to the end. Uh, <laughs> Wayne said... <laughs> Well, Wayne said the hills have crossed eyes. <laughs> I like that one. That yeah. sounds like a good movie. Kyle said field of wet dreams. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh, this sounds fun. Lori said naked twister. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tw- that was twister land. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was naked. Yeah. <laughs> probably a movie just yeah. a de- uh, one you can find on the internet uh rick said there will be blood oranges <laughs> there will be blood is the movie dustin yeah and uh the last one pretty dark shane is ending us off with finding nemo's body that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sad <laughs> i mean they did yeah they did that was it. Thank you to everyone who commented. Uh, it is a little bit tough. Like, you know, I had to do some Googling and look at movies and it's tough. But uh, we all came up with a couple. So, we can just kind of go across. Whoever can come up with one, do kind of a rapid fire one at a time. Uh, Lund, go. Fast and Furious Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Vibrating Toy Story. Shaving <laughs> Private Ryan. <laughs> Shaving Ryan's Privates. Oh, yeah. The porno. <laughs> It's more of a how-to. <laughs> Free my willy. <laughs> we, we went right into... We didn't even start with the clever stuff. We just went right into potty training day. <laughs> I, I had how to potty train your dragon. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't tell Aaron and Andrew about... It. Get Googling. You might find some. Frozen 2. Death. <laughs> 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 what a delivery. Oh. <laughs> what a delivery. Uh, awkward silence of the lambs. <laughs> Shout out to all our parents. Geriatric park. Well, Jurassic park. Uh, oh, you switched somewhere. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can I do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can. It I just found it on the good. internet. Oh, well, the internet. Poor delivery. Yeah. Oh, no, that was okay. I mean. 
What about Jurassic Pork? Could be a porno or a movie about prehistoric pigs or uh, both. I'd say it's just as good as Dustin's yeah. was. Shoot. Uh, the Burger King speech. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Uh, million dollar baby auction. <laughs> Forrest Trump. <laughs> Goodwill house hunting starring sounds Andrew like a, Russell. <laughs> sounds like a reality TV show. Oh, one for the firefighters out there. Saving Private Ryan's cat. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice one. Up yours. <laughs> Batman begins therapy. Yeah, there you go. That's a delivery. Spider Man, far from Home Depot. <laughs> He'd get there quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was yeah. my favorite, actually. The Shining Forehead. <laughs> nice. Yeah. The Master Bader. Classic. <laughs> There's a movie called The Master. You said like Master Bader and Commander. Well, it's more than one word. Mas well, Master, Master and, and Commander is the movie. Oh, okay. I was yeah. thinking of the same oh. movie. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Poor delivery. Yeah. Aaron, did you Google any? No, I'm trying to make my friend Flicka work, but I think it actually is just kind of gross on its oh, own. So. My friend Flicka Bean? Exactly. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> For going where I wasn't brave enough uh, to go. Taken drugs. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, that was a nice, quick, uh, fun deer call. I know we didn't get as many comments, but I, I still like that one a lot. And maybe for the listeners too, you don't have to listen to us talk for 40 minutes. So, thank you to everyone for their input on this deer call. Uh, maybe next time we'll go back to the usual Q&A, but uh, we know how long it takes me to edit an episode. So, we got lots of time to think about that. So, uh, with that, I guess we're speeding right along. I guess it means we're going to go into our final Oh Deer Showdown. This is the final one? Yeah, but not because we're only doing five rounds. How many rounds have we done? Four. <laughs> so that means this one is number five. Yeah. Okay. This guy gets it. <laughs> You're right over there. My brain is mushy. It's so hot here. Yeah. It's so hot. The Oh Deer Showdown is brought to you by Saks Thrift Ave, home of Red Deer's only rage room. Book online now at saxthriftavrd.com and get your rage out. While you're there, browse the best collection of vinyl in central Alberta or find that perfect piece of vintage clothing. Saks Thrift Ave, records and rage, vinyl and vintage. You spelled vintage wrong. Well, you still said it right, so... You're welcome. Yeah, you passed the test. Uh, so it is a, it's a dead heat right now in this Oh Deer Showdown. Round five of five, because we said it was only going to be five rounds. Uh, Dustin and I both have seven points. Walsh and Lund each have six. So uh, it's going to be really close here. And really, all that matters basically um, is, is who comes in what place. If you tie for first, then you tie for first. We're not going to do a tiebreaker or anything. And we finally, after four rounds, decided what the punishment is going to be. Uh, Aaron, you came up with the idea basically it's just first place is going to be exempt from doing what? Eating one of the world's hottest chips from the one chip challenge. So I picked up a few of those chips. I'm too scared to eat them. So I think that um, all of the three losers, uh, you don't have to eat a whole chip. We can, we can share a chip, but you have to eat one of the world's hottest chips if you lose. Where did you find these? Uh, I think I got mine at Safeway or Sobeys, but they have them at like 
uh, Max stores and like they're like a local grocery store. Yeah. This is a Doritos chip? No. This is brought hey, what to What other you- brands do you want to give free advertising to, Kevin? Lays. Does McDonald's have that or maybe like, yeah, Amazon? Yeah. Uh, without having them in front of me, so I'm open to being corrected here, but these are brought to you by the creators of uh, Hot Ones um, from First We Feast on YouTube, Sean Evans. Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, get on the internet, Walsh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea either. So that's what we're going to do. And yeah, if it ends up being a tie for first, then just two people don't have to do it because it, okay. there's a very good chance with two of us being at seven, two of us being at six, that it'll happen. So Aaron, we did a bit of a simpler game, but a fun one. What are we playing for the last Odier showdown? We're going to go with things in a box. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Aaron, welcome to the table again. I know. I like it. We're going to play things in a box, which is you ask a question. We write it down. We hand it in randomly. You pick the best one. Uh, This one, this is always something if you've ever played this, like in the comfort of your own home. Uh, It can get a little racy. can get a little offside. So, if you go offside and we decide it's something that's going to get cut which I'm, I know I'm at risk for this as much as anyone else, then you just, you don't get a point. You don't get a redo, just too bad. Mm. All right, I like it. Things firemen do between fires. All right, Aaron, things firefighters do between fires. Oh, they watch backdraft. <laughs> I feel like that's like, that's a scary movie for them. <laughs> well, they have romantic dinners. Thank so you. far, honestly, two for two for what oh, I know wow. about the firefighters. Yeah. Oh, they buy Fruit of the Loom underwear. Mm. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> And the winner, they empty their hoses. Okay. All right. Aaron's into hose jokes. One, okay. yeah. <laughs> you drain your hose for the winner. Yeah. All right. So one point for Dustin. Things you wouldn't want to find in your bed. You know what? I'm going simple here. Classic Ted. Things you wouldn't want to find in your bed. Poop. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah not wrong especially if it's not yours <laughs> ted yeah i, mean, I almost wrote, that's not mine but i almost wrote ted <laughs> peace p specifically peace stains <laughs> i thought you're gonna say peace like like the little green peas <laughs> hey man that princess wish, got a sword i wish i would have put yeah. peas the princess and the pea yeah <laughs> P. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a few of us have had you the know, same if you issue. You pick one answer, you're going to really hurt some feelings. But you have to be true to yourself. <sighs> Interestingly, I am drawn to the answer of P stains because I find that so grossly specific. It's almost worse than P, hey? A little bit. like Worse than poop? Uh, and Or Ted? <laughs> Or Ted's poop? mm. That one, I don't do that. (laughs) Yep, pee stains. Yes. Wow. I was thinking of the water boy (laughs) when he's having lunch with Vicky Valancourt. And then his his mom's like, that's his bed sheet over there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one, one, one. All right. Things you wish you could do with your feet. Oh, <laughs> reach the bottom of a stool. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Touch them. Yeah, oh. somebody's unflexible. Yeah. Hmm. Play the trumpet. Oh. oh. That's just a, someone has That's real nice. aspirations. Yeah. yeah. 
And play the violin. <laughs> okay. All right. We got two music lovers, somebody who's unflexible, and Kevin. <laughs> uh, now, okay. I love the burn here, mm-hmm. but I also love how aspirational. So, I wish you could touch them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is such a good burn. Hi, it's a great burn. It's a great burn. But like, uh, yeah, I want, I think everybody should be able to touch it. It's all good, Ted. Yeah. <clears throat> That's just like a normal thing. Okay, whatever. I'll eat a chip. Things cannibals think uh, while dining. We probably all wrote pretty much the same thing. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. Things cannibals think about while dining. Oh, there was a nose hair in that meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I didn't win. I overcooked this. <laughs> this would be popular on Netflix. <laughs> oh, oh, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hills. <laughs> Shit. All right. Ah. Nose hair. Nose hair. Dustin, you are blowing my mind tonight. <laughs> Dustin gets one more. It's over. It's 3 2 yeah. for you in this game. Well, I guess we got to do three, the whole three, one. 3 1. 3 1 0 0. Yeah. I think you and me are screwed. <laughs> I don't think we can catch it. If I get three in a row, I could tie them. That's about it. Yeah, you're done. You're toast, but you might as well keep playing. Yeah, I'm Play I'm, the spoiler. I want to get one. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Netflix would have got you. Oh, there. it was close. Yeah. Things you shouldn't do at a funeral. It's very legit competition. Very official. Lots on the line. Uh, have you? Lots. If you watched Hot Ones, you would know that those chips are terrible. Is this a TikTok thing? No, <laughs> it's a YouTube thing. Is this an internet? Am I doing a GIF? <laughs> <laughs> okay, things you shouldn't do at a funeral. Climb in the casket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say you're next to old people. <laughs> <laughs> You're next, bitch. <laughs> Go with John Ryan. Yeah, what what's Will Ferrell's name in the Wedding Crashers? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Dustin has <laughs> did not win yet. Yeah. Jazz. Honestly, Jazz. I don't think you should say you're next to anybody there. <laughs> yes. Finally. <laughs> yeah, you earned that one, Ted. Yes. Not you earned that. Man, I mean it. You really shouldn't do it. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. No, don't. Not a, that's don't no do joke. Don't do it. Things. It's not like at a wedding where you say, hey, are you going to be next? You can't do that at a funeral. <laughs> All right. You get these next two, Ted. You tie. Things that would make golf more exciting. Bunch of golfers here. What would make it more exciting? Aside from pierogies and meat in a box. <laughs> well, meat in a box makes everything more exciting, Aaron. <laughs> Pocket meat. Things in a box, meat in a box, whatever. Things that would make golf more exciting. Tidy whiteys only. Caddy, caddy, what? <laughs> Tidy whiteys only. Caddiest players. Caddies and players. Oh, caddies. It and, oh, like it's a plus. Players, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm getting really the caddiest caddy. players right. going tidy whitey. You want the caddies and the players and tidy whiteys. Honestly, I would watch golf for that. Oh, huh. So, yes. Well, even if it was John Daly? I don't know who that is, but I like yeah, all everybody. Bodies are beautiful, in, yeah, yeah, I like everybody in a tidy whitey. It's Ted's body. That, you know what? I saw his butt in a golf course. <laughs> so, honestly. That makes golf more exciting. It was a very exciting <laughs> day. Wrote, Sounds like a good one. answer. <laughs> I win this one. All right. Uh, not going with Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. You're basic. <laughs> You're boring. Crystal meth. Yes. 100%. That makes golf yeah, way no, more exciting. Yeah, know your audience. And more holes. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, fucking tidy whities. Yeah. All right. 
Dustin <laughs> wins. <laughs> this is just for fun. For funsies, what would make your love life more exciting? I didn't know we were getting so deep. Tonight. Well, we're getting pers- this is therapy now. <laughs> getting deep is probably a good <laughs> answer, Kevin. I swear to God, if any of these is like nothing, I love my wife so much. No, I, you know, I'll give you. Well, you know, I'm not that. writing that. That's true. Yeah, maybe not having Lund upstairs. No, that's I, fine. I make his life pretty exciting. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that helps. His love life. The danger. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You should see this shit we get into here. <laughs> Hammer loop pants. Hey, yes. <laughs> Love it. Actually, that was going to be one of my bonus questions Aww. is what else can you put in a hammer loop that's not a hammer? <laughs> we can go with that one if you'd like yeah. instead. <laughs> Getting deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emotionally, I'm sure. Yes. Having, nope. having one. <laughs> That would make your sex life more, your love life more exciting. That wasn't mine. Yeah, mine either. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't like this one. Dustin. Oh, losing the belly to go deeper. That's a health and fitness goal and I support I it. Honestly, like if I'm fucking, I want to see some hammer loop pants. Yeah! <laughs> I got one. Okay, so everyone's on the board. Mm. That was a fun game. Thank you, Aaron. Finally. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Well, Dustin, the champion of champions, Woo! the Odeer Showdown winner. That's three wins. I, I won a lot of games in, yeah. in Odeer here. You did good. Yeah. Good thing Aaron likes stupid answers with backwards letters on them. Yeah. Misspelled thanks, words. Yeah. Hey, man, I could read them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Aaron, now, you might be dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. So the three of us, Walsh, Lund, and myself, have to do the hot chip challenge. And Aaron and Andrew, because they had zero points in this whole thing. So <laughs> you guys lost too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like. I'm not going to eat much, yeah. but I'm all, I want to try are it. Are splitting I wish. Chip? Yeah. yeah. We, I've got two chips. Well, I mean, we, we could get more, but I, I think in the interest of the fact that we're very old and I don't want to put myself through that, let's just split um, some chips. Excuse me. You guys are old. We're very, we're all very I'm old. Just kind of old. We're almost, it's, I didn't say this during the glad game, but it is almost my birthday. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. yeah By the time birthday. this comes out, I will be very old. You'll be hungover by the time this comes That's out. That's true. Yeah. I hope so. Okay, what October 16th? Yeah. All right, everyone remember then. that. Even though this is gonna <laughs> Wish come out. Be after a real it. belated yeah. birthday. 32? Thank you. You're Not welcome. even close, but I love that. You're welcome. That's great. This is why you won tonight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Always got the right answer. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the Oh Dear Showdown, and uh we'll start to wrap up. You, you go back to your... <laughs> yeah, Aaron, get back out of here. No, it's then you and Andrew can both talk at the end. That was, oh, we can just wrap it up right here. <laughs> no, 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 let's just wrap it up right here. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, oh, I think we're God. fine here. It's the kill. Well, I thought Andrew would talk at the end. Andrew that's all can I was come saying. in. Well, I gave you shit earlier for talking yeah. about this. So. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what I mean. Snuggle up, all man. Right. Okay. I'm not moving. Okay. This is my table now. Hey, Andrew, if you want to say something, you can come in and go on Kevin's mic real quick. Yeah. He's too tall. Um, okay, so we're all huddled around the table now because I told Aaron to go back over and the look yeah. I got. Nobody you could puts, probably feel it. Nobody you could puts feel it baby the in the corner. Yeah, but you I put you in the side wall over no, there. No, no. <laughs> it's fair. I appreciate <laughs> so it. Don't do it. Uh, with that though, episode 30 of Oh Dear comes to a close. Uh, instead of our usual final thoughts, we do have an announcement to make and it sucks. We're going to rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, something, this feels appropriate with us all huddled together <laughs> yeah. like this. And uh, no, it's something we've discussed at length uh, for a number of months now. So there's nothing happened. This wasn't just a spur of the moment decision. But 
For many reasons, it is with a heavy heart we announce uh, that Ryan Lund will no longer be part of the Oh Dear podcast. I'm I'm sad to go, but I hope you guys carry on valiantly without me. Yeah, I just made a joke because this makes me uncomfortable giving bad news. But uh, the Oh Dear podcast will be ending in December for good, unfortunately. Uh, So after this episode, we're going to put out one more full episode in November. A nice little wrap-up episode coming out in early December, uh, right around our two-year anniversary. Uh, which kind of seems fitting and that'll be it uh so yeah that's really uh sad to say something uh, like we don't want to do but we feel like it is the right choice you know we started this podcast right in the deepest darkest part of the pandemic Uh, life was obviously a lot different for all of us we had a lot more time to sink into this things have changed a lot for all of us since then i know just speaking personally it's hard to put the time and effort into oh dear that i want to and need to so uh yeah here we are unfortunately Uh, not to say we won't still be a thing we'll still put out some content on social media stay active in the community uh don't quite know what the future holds but for the podcast itself i think the time is right to uh, close this chapter of our lives uh, and go out while we're all still friends so uh kind of a a sad note to end on for final thoughts but as i lead into everyone for that i think it uh, just goes without saying thank you to everyone at this table and not at this table uh I know we're not done yet, so I don't want to get too deep into it, but uh, tough news to share. I've been kind of dreading this moment, but uh, excited, like I said, to go out on a high note. I'll go first because I think there'll be a lot of crossover here, but, you know, huge for, from Aaron, Ryan, Kevin, Andrew, myself, uh, Ted, the amount of work you've put into this over the last two years it has been incredible. Honestly, I tell people, you know, I get to drink beer and have fun, and and that's true. Um, I get to show up. You have everything ready. You deal with Ryan and Riley. You do all the editing. Like yeah, it's, they're it's, hard to deal with. Yeah. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's been so easy for, for us to show up here and have fun. And, and you've been the wheel behind that and the bus driver of this whole thing. So the amount of work you've put in to, to evolve this over the two years and, and make it 30 episodes. I didn't think we were getting out of my basement when we did our first practice episode. So <laughs> this is, this has been so cool. The amount of sponsors, community, people that we've brought aboard, um, that we've had fun engagements with. We've produced a ton of content and I, I look forward forward to you know what the next chapter is for oh dear you know all the all the people who are listening and are like well i hope they didn't have a breakup you know we're not in sync uh we're not one direction we're all still great yeah we are we're you know i'm just grateful i guess for for everything that's happened with this podcast i know it started in covid but i'm sad at the same time but uh truly thrilled of what we've accomplished over the last two years so well done to you ted you were the bus driver and and to everyone here at the table yeah we, we did not crash the bus Taz, ted <laughs> Taz. <laughs> yes, you got, hey, Dwad. Dwad. you've got a different names for everyone now you have dwustin <laughs> dwustin oh yeah i didn't tell dwustin about my new name for him uh but yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll go next since i already started talking um <laughs> oh i'm ready to uncancel this podcast already just for more of that yeah you know what maybe during next pandemic we'll fire it up again <laughs> here's hoping covid 20 <laughs> no uh, just kidding i'm not rooting for covid 20 um but yeah no it's something i i don't think any of us really set out to do we didn't know how how big it was going to get or, or how much work was going to be involved i know ted you do 99 percent of the work with this podcast so um it is a it is a lot to to get all of us together uh it's a lot to plan an episode and plan sponsorships and plan the 
the the events that we get to go and do. Uh, so it's not easy. It's very time consuming. We all have jobs. Uh, we all have lives too. Some of us are, bu- are busier than others. And Ted, I, I know with you, you've got like three jobs now. So that, that can't be easy. Help me. I'm poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of so, name is Stove. Yes. Yeah, sw- swipe <laughs> up. That. Swipe up. Swipe up to subscribe. <laughs> uh, but no, I've had I've had a blast the last the last couple of years. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And it's not the end. It's not goodbye. It's just we're we're not going to do the podcast for the foreseeable future. How about that? That's, well, see you later. Yeah. I echo these guys' comments. I mean, it's been an incredible journey and I just look back and I can't believe that, you know, from all those times in the bar where we were just talking about doing this to what we've actually accomplished. And really at the end of the day, it's it's just about us having a good time and doing good for the community. And I'm just astounded by what we've been able to do. So I look forward to in 10 years, we'll do a reunion podcast and like eight people will listen. Still not Lund. No. And uh, I think it'll be great. Uh, I think if any other local podcasts need a mediocre ad reader, I'm now free um, and I'm okay-ish to hang out with. That's not the angle I thought you'd say. (laughs) Sentimental. No, I'm I'm right. I'm house hunting. (laughs) House hunting. (laughs) Job hunting. (laughs) Andrew Russell and associates. Listen, we got got one more left, so I'm not getting getting sad yet. And I know we'll we'll still do cool shit together. So, you know, whatever. Suck it, Ted. It's fine. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) What You're the one ending the, yeah, the greatest the only, job I've ever the, had, yeah, ad reader. I, I think we have a new title for this episode. <laughs> Suck it, Ted. Suck it, Ted. Wow, did you read that on the birthday card my grandparents gave me? <laughs> Listen, you don't like sentimental yeah. shit. It no, makes me uncomfortable too. I was going to say, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay, one last thing before we let Andrew talk is now that Aaron's chatted, I, I think <laughs> it, I think it's so cool the way that this has evolved to, to involve Aaron and Andrew <laughs> in this podcast because you know co-worker and started this like cool character on the podcast and it was i don't even remember like what you were doing it was almost start. cartoonish but right? it, yeah it was it was it was well, she was like behind the scenes did all the graphics like to get yeah. us going and like listen to the episodes and then we had her on like to talk about valentine's yeah, Day. dating yeah the the evolution of what you and andrew have become in this podcast is like so cool yeah so we just, I, just kept showing I just had up to throw that in before i raised kevin's mic for andrew to talk <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on monetizing our friendship once again. (laughs) (laughs) And realistically, I can't believe you guys lasted this long. So, congratulations. Um, You know, claps for everybody. Um, I've got got better shit to do with my time. (laughs) 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 Says the guy who paid to be here. (laughs) But really, let's be serious because it leads me into something too. Andrew, with you, you know, you were one of our first sponsors. Uh, You came on in a big way and allowed us to actually like purchase the equipment and really take things to the next level and have high quality audio and everything like that and you have evolved to become a part of the show i think which is really cool and yeah just again just the sponsors everyone out there we you know i feel like we're doing the last episode already and we're going to say this again but uh just can't thank all of the sponsors enough and of course the listeners I mean, the, the, what we saw, we're two years in. The fact that we even have a podcast to end it is pretty incredible. So, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, the last couple episodes we do are going to be a lot of fun. And just stay tuned because I think hopefully uh, we're going to find a way to go out with a bang too. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might be it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, now that we've brought the mood right down, I guess now is as good as time as any to wrap things up. Thank you one more time to our episode sponsor, the Red Deer Chamber of Commerce, not only for the support, but for inviting us out to the Red Deer Business of the Year Awards. Uh, make sure you check out the Chamber's website too to learn about uh, what they can do for you and your business. As always, a huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, Bo's Bar and Stage, which again, uh, you talk about not being able to do what we do without our sponsors, Bo's came on in a big way. Of course, uh, we met Ryan and Riley through it. It has become, uh, I don't know if they want to still be friends with us after this. Uh, we still want to be friends with them. Uh, two incredible people who uh, do even more than you think uh, in central Alberta. So again, thank you guys uh, for putting up with us as always here at Commu- Communal Creative Studios. And uh, on that note, let's uh, let's just go to Bose. All right. Bye.